Welcome home, Jonathan. Yes, thank you. Guys, if you didn't know, I just got back from some business travel. Two weeks at a hotel and not bragging. They were very nice hotels. Still, I missed my cozy earth sheets. Well, I missed my husband. At least you weren't without your cozy earth sheets. Very true. I can't imagine you had to sleep without me and without your cozy earth sheets. Don't remind me. Well, guys, you shouldn't sleep without Cozy Earth Sheets either. That's right. And now you don't have to. Just head over to CozyEarth.com and save up to 40% off the coziest sheets with promo code MARRIED. Yes, you can save up to 40% sidewide with promo code MARRIED. That's up to 40% off sheets, pillows, blankets, even pajamas. And these sheets aren't just comfy cozy. They're temperature regulating, which is huge for someone like me. Plus, they get cozier with every wash. Guys, don't wait another night. Save up to 40% off cozy earth sheets and all things cozy earth with promo code MARRIED. At CozyEarth.com. Thanks to Cozy Earth for sponsoring this podcast and for the amazing night's sleep. Today marks the accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. The experts hit it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. Oh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It is the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And we are sorry for the little delay. Hmm. However... It's always more fun when we are together, so we waited a day. Yeah, sorry for the delay. I was traveling. You guys know that. A busy bee. A busy, busy. A busy holiday bee. <laughs> Buzzing all over the place. Yeah, you missed the entire Kanuka at home. You didn't even light up our fancy menorah once. I did not do that, but we did it virtually. We did, yes. And you got me a travel menorah. I did, though. A go-to menorah. It was called a go-to menorah. I yes. think they could have done better with the naming. But <laughs> like I, th- a- I think it should have been to-go menorah. It should have been. Right? Maybe it was. No, I think it's a go-to. Maybe because it's Hebrew, you read right to left. So maybe Ooh. it was a to-go menorah. Well, it was a travel-sized menorah. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. It's- Happy Hanukkah, post-Hanukkah. Yeah, belated Hanukkah. Hope you guys had a great Hanukkah if you celebrated. And if you yeah. didn't, well, you missed out. And I missed out, too. I didn't get to light our lovely And menorah. you didn't get to eat a matzo ball soup I did not make. Well, you could always make a matzo ball soup. I may make it just to make up for you missing Hanukkah at home. I think that'd be fair. Yeah. Anyways, sorry for the delay. You understand things sometimes get a little busy around here. But hopefully we're done with the delays for the foreseeable future. For a while, for sure. <laughs> for, for at least a few until, weeks. Until you're being a busy bee again. I know, but let's not think about that. We are together again. I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more excited to talk about this episode, except, Orion, get off my screen. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I We're literally done. forgot his name. We're watching <laughs> and I'm asking young John, what's his name? I wish I could forget about him. Get off my screen. You have no. There's no need for you to be here anymore, except for the fact that, this episode, I liked it. 
let's start there. Good. I liked it, but I think it is suffering from the fact that there really is only three couples now. Yeah, but what about Michael? Isn't he supposed to get married? Word on the street is next year, <laughs> January, I think. Like three weeks. Like from on now, the show, he how is he ever gonna catch up? Is he gonna have a tiny segment? Maybe, like a, yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm interested. I'm curious. I think this season could definitely benefit from four couples. True. Yes. I'm loving this season, by the way. I think it's good. Oh, I, I really like it. I just think you can't sustain on three couples. And right now we're down to three and change. I hope. Do we only have three? Yeah. Ooh. Claire Cameron, Brennan, oh, Emily. yeah. And I'm Becca and, Austin. Becca and Austin. We used to do three couples. That's the old math. But it used to, only, good be, old days. Used to only be an hour episode. Now they're an, they're an hour and a half. Correct. Changing all the rules. But it's okay. I'm happy. You're happy. Yeah. Lauren got a little post Orion glow. She looks amazing. She looks really good. And she should be happy that she lost that baggage. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, it's clearly not the last time we'll see them, but I'm done. I don't. Enough is enough with them. Yes, well, especially no, no. because he's still playing a victim. Exactly. Don't. Like, okay, bro, you divorced. It's over. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's living. He's like move stuck. Move to the he's, East Coast. Uh, move to the East Coast. Get over it. You, you want to move on and you want to forget. So then do it. Right. Yeah. He love. He loves. You're right. He loves living in the past, and he had his loves moment. living in the past. So all right. Anyways, we're here to talk about episode nine. Before we do real quick, a little business, you guys know it. We're on Supercast. We're on Patreon. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Other Way. I think that's coming to a close. I think there's... I think this will, this upcoming week will be the last one. I think so. I think that'll be the tell part three. Phew. Um, And I think we might be getting a break between the holidays. I do. I do. Starting January 1st is... The kickoff of the single life, which, oh my God, <laughs> sign me up. Well, you're signed it's looking up. looking amazing. You're signed up. And guys, you should be signed up too on the Patreon and Supercast if you want yes. to talk about the single life because we've decided that's what we're going to cover on the premium channels. But yes, I looked at the TLC schedule, tlc.com slash schedule. It's a favorite in my browser. And it seems like they're doing a rerun or some sort of special over the holidays. So we won't get fresh 90 day coverage that week, but that's okay. We can enjoy it, ourselves. We can take a week okay. off. Okay. Yeah. Tis the season to catch up on some rest and oh, yeah. we gladly will. But if you want to hear our coverage of anything we've ever put on Patreon, it's all up there for you. You can go back in the catalogs, listen to it all, or just get ready for the first drop of the single life. So check it out, patreon.com slash reality or marriedthreality.supercast.com. Also, make sure you're on the Instagram. Fun times over there. Fun times. We post memes. We share news, scheduling updates, but most fun, Teresa talks to you guys. I talk to you guys, and I do the same thing on the Patreon. And on the Patreon as a bonus, we have this group chat, oh, yeah. and we sometimes share random things in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like a... Teresa's got a smile, and, and let's just tease it this way, because... Like a make, like, when we said, oh, we're so sorry for delaying maths, here is something else to look at, wink, wink. We posted a photo, we ran into one of our favorites. It was not a mapper. 
No, it was a 90 dayer, one of our absolute favorite. It was the queen of 90 day. Let's not even dance around. Let's just say who it was, but let's not go no. into Let's not go into death. No. You want to see? Join the Patreon. <laughs> no, how dare you? We're not sluts like that. No, we ran into Darcy. 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 Oh, it was very random. Well, I don't want to talk too much about it because I think we need, no. I need the full debrief on the 90 day podcast. Because yeah. these, these are, you know, I'm sure we have a lot of 90 day listeners that are listening to maths and vice versa. But that story belongs on the 90 day podcast. Yes. And I just love how random it was. Yeah. And let me just say. It wasn't just Darcy. <gasps> we love love. We love love. We love love. All right. Are we going to spill the beans? Okay. Right, we, yeah, we'll decide what we want to share. We'll decide what we want to okay. share off mic. But okay. So I forget what we're talking about. Oh, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Mary Reality Pod. Also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot. It's the wick party because I thought it was a great idea. I did not understand the tiny hands. We'll I just had to think. But I I love the whole wig thing. It was a fun thing to do. We'll discuss. All right. Smash like it's as hot as that. Smash like it's as hot as a theme party. You know I love a theme party. Yes. And I love a charcuterie board, but that cannot be the theme. That's not a theme. That's not a theme. <laughs> unless, it is, great, unless it is the theme, but it's not the theme. I had a great charcuterie board great. this week. Great. I can't wait to talk about it off mic. <laughs> um, and last but not least, if you have left a review, <laughs> please do. All right. That is the business. Let's do it. The reason we're here. Maps. Denver. Season 17. Episode 9. Let's start with... Why did you say that with a German accent? Nine? I actually yeah. said it like Papa Bowie from Howard Stern, but... Or, or what are you going for a Kiwi accent? No, nope, that would have been Claire and Cameron. I don't know. It's Friday. I'm feeling frisky. I'm going nine. Okay. German would have been nine nine. It would be... Would it be nine? Nine. Nine. All right. Well, there's no Germans on this nine. season as far as I can tell. Huh? Nine. <laughs> episode. I, think, I actually think because it's been a while since I used my German. Episode nine. <laughs> Emily and Brennan. So, all right. I think PC worked his magic a little bit. PC. PC and DP and PC, new PC. They were all very active very early on. Who's new PC. Oh, no, new DP, Dr. Pia. Dr. Pia. New DP. Like yeah. DP, DP2. Well, they can't afford to be down to two couples. So, like, Younger we better get DP? in there. We better, we better get in there and save what little hope there is for this season. And is it a sex DP? What's her specialty? I'm trying to come up with her nickname. <laughs> she's, yeah, sexual D, DP. She's going she's gonna to be the sex DP, the SDP. All right. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> so, PC worked his magic. Emily and Brennan decided to move in together just in time for the housewarming party. But before that, we saw Emily meet with her friend, Sophia. Sophie. Sophie. You're all over the place today. It's Friday. You said it yourself. Sophie, I believe. <laughs> and Emily just spills it. At first, I kind of thought she was living in a fantasy world, rose-colored glasses, glass half full, because she was like, oh, we just, great connection, things, very strong attraction. But then she she got honest. I think with Emily, it's always glass 
empty. Hello, folks. <laughs> but yeah, she, and what she said is true. What she said is what we experience. I would never think watching maps or thinking five episodes back that he's going to come out and says, oh, yeah, I'm not really attracted to her. That is nothing between us. I would never think that. He never acted on it. He never made any comments. It was always great. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She gets me out of my shell. I always needed this. Like, this just came out of nowhere. So what she said is true, literally. Well, she blames Brennan's behavior on the cameras. Well, and I get it, too. I think... As you know, I'm someone who gets in her own head and you sometimes say things to me that then, especially on podcasting, right? You sometimes say, oh, hey, be there for our listeners and you sometimes drop a number and it gets in my head. Mm. I can't think about it this way, right? I have to think about it of you and me talking to our friends. If I think anything else, then I'm going to... I'm going to switch. I'm not going to be myself. I'm going to get nervous. I'm going to pay attention to every single thing I say. And it's not going to be natural. And those podcasts, you're usually like, oh, we need to stop. You need to, you need to like snap out of your little head. And I think I get if Brandon is this way. However, he signed up for this. He signed up for being on maps, being on cameras. And right? I force you to do the podcast is what and you're you saying. You force me to do the podcast. <laughs> no, yes. It's but at least, at least... We can pause and I can rethink it. I can go on a walk uh, and, the, and come back to clarify this. Clarify the joke. I don't force you to podcast. No, you don't. I'm kidding. But I'm saying I have the luxury of when it happens to me and I get nervous that I can step away. I can come back in 20 minutes and be back to normal. But I think Brennan can too. And that's why I think it's sort of a, a BS defense because I don't know how often they film. But it's not all day, every day. And we've heard on many seasons past that when the cameras are gone, he's a different person. He's rude to me. He says things, blah, 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 right? It's clear that you can have two personas, the on-camera persona, the off-camera persona. But you don't hear from Emily, like, when the cameras aren't here, he's so great. He's so loving. He's so fun. You don't hear that, which makes me believe he's the same when the cameras are not there. And that just means... Whatever, whatever he's saying is just a defense. The camera thing is a defense. It's a lie. It is. And I do think, well, okay, let me rephrase it. I don't think it's a lie. I do think he's the same on and off camera, but I think he's more careful what he says on and off camera. I don't think he comes out and is as honest as he would maybe be if the cameras weren't there. Like with the whole thing of, oh, I can't tell you what bothers me about her because I would never want anyone to say such thing about me, which is like, how bad is this? But if there are no cameras, I'm pretty sure he would have told her. Fair. My point is just that I don't think he's acting more affectionate off camera I don't think he's more himself or looser or more fun off camera. I think he's the same on and off camera. And she's reacting to his lack of intimacy and his lack of affection. And so to me, there's no difference. So I don't even see what the point of saying, oh, he's uncomfortable on camera. It's like, that's not the issue. The issue isn't that he's uncomfortable on camera. The issue is that he's uncomfortable with you. Yeah. And that's a good point that, they're very different people. She's so outgoing and loud and have fun. And I like her a lot. 
And you can tell that he's more reserved. I think he may have a very close circle of friends, as he told us. And I see it totally. He doesn't really venture out. He doesn't really, oh, he doesn't share. I can tell that he's probably not very active on social media. He's one of those guys who is very closed off, right? Mm -hmm. And it's okay. But they paired him up with someone who's like, whoa, I'm living my best life, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe it's too much for him. It's possible. So then we see them moving in. Well, we see Emily moving in. Uh, Brandon didn't have many things. Emily had wagons on wagons on wagons. Emily moved in. I think she moved everything from her actual apartment. Here's the thing with moving. It's a great time to take inventory of what you have, purge what you don't need. Oh, yeah. Donate what you don't need, sell what you don't need, throw away what you don't need. But you don't bring everything you have with you to your new place. You go, this is a great time for me to go through everything and decide what I actually need in my life. She brought everything. Yeah, plus after, what is it, eight weeks, you have to move. Regardless of you're staying married Such or getting a, a divorce, point. you have to move. <laughs> so don't move everything. I love moving and we move quite often because we just love the change. But as you said, inventory, tossing whatever we haven't touched in a year or so, right? Ref we can refresh our closets. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like they're going to be there for eight weeks. Yeah. Just uh, don't bring <laughs> everything, girlfriend. But and I love the enthusiasm. I love the enthusiasm. Speaking of enthusiasm, they go to this wild costume store. They're trying to find the theme for their housewarming party. And Brennan throws the, out the idea of a wig party. I love that. Love it. But to go back to my point about, oh, I think the cameras are just this defense... Brandon didn't look like someone who was uncomfortable on camera during this segment. He looked like he was loose, having fun, doing accents, doing personas. He was comfortable. And so him saying, uh, you know, the cameras, they make me a little nervous. I can't be myself. Uh, survey says that's a lie. I think it comes down to it's easy to have fun on camera, right? But when shit hit the fan and... You have to talk about serious topics, something that's uncomfortable off camera. All of a sudden, you're on it. I can mm. see people shutting down, right? Mm -hmm. This is a fun moment. They're having fun. Who cares? Like, you don't care if the world sees you playing around in the wig, right? But you do care about if the world sees you have a confrontation with someone, potentially saying someone that people will cancel you because that's the century we live in. Mm -hmm. So I think he's just very, very much aware of the situations. And I think he's very smart. I think she, she is too. But I think he's smart enough to know when to open up and have fun and when to shut down. I'm not saying it's a good thing. He should be himself this whole thing because, hey, that's what maths is about. But I think he's analyzing every situation and based on what it is, he acts on it. Yep. Okay. And even like later on, we'll see him being attacked by her friends. He still kept it very much together in a very polite, but like almost like a rational way, hitting back at them without portraying himself as an asshole. Well, there are other people in the history of maps. I'm sorry, I'm going to finish my rant. That would lose their shit, throw things around, storm off, right? But he didn't because that's who he is. But that's my point. That's who he is. I don't think he is putting on a front or anything for the camera. That's who he is. On camera, off camera, inside, out, 
wig, no wig. That's that's just who he is. And you have to accept him and take him for who he is. It is. But I still think he is. He knows what situations he wants the world to see. And he controls it. He controls the situations. I think him saying, hey, I don't want to put out what I'm unattracted by is just being kind and thoughtful. I don't think it's about, oh, I can't be myself. I'm on, I'm nervous. I think it's just polite. And that was one instance we got of him saying, I don't want to do this on camera. That was one little thing. We haven't seen it. This is nine episodes. We saw one little instance where he was like, I don't want to put this on camera. It's not his personality. It was the circumstance. I'm trying to figure out if you and I are on the same page, but I don't think we are. I, I, we kind I of are. no, I don't, I don't think we are on the same page. I think you're saying the camera is keeping him from being his authentic and true no, self. I'm saying that he controls the situation by choosing how he acts on camera in different situations. Like if it's fun, no, there was one and instance. It's all fun. I think he's relaxed and it's all good. I think when it gets serious. And he, again, he doesn't want to be seen in a certain light. Then he changes and he controls what he says and how he acts. Like okay. he is, I don't think it's just, oh, I'm, 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 I'm afraid of the camera. I think he knows that this is going to get out there. And I think he controls the situation. Okay. Well, let's talk about a fun situation. Let's talk about the party. Call in if you understand tiny hands. Because yeah, I don't get it. I Googled it. I think you hold them in your sleeves and it looks like you have tiny hands. Okay. I don't I don't know if it's if there's anything more to it than that, but it seems like a really lame way to to spend a party. But I don't get it. You can't even hold a, That's a drink my point. in it. That's my point. I don't I don't get it. But hey, they had and the friends seem to like them. I think I think we would we could do um a a boost glove party. When you okay. drink really cold alcohol, but you have to wear gloves while you do that. We've we've, we've invented the beer glove. <laughs> we've invented the beer glove. We've been to events where it's been really cold outside, and that's not going to stop us from drinking, from holding a, a nice cold one. So we we bought. Do we buy two gloves? We bought two gloves. We, we bought no, we one bought set a, of. What, we bought one set, so we each can have a beer glove. You can each wear a glove and hold your beer. Yeah, and the other hand can be in your pocket. No need to buy two sets of gloves. I don't know if this is a cry for help or not, but I think we're doing <laughs> we're we're okay. Um, so the party begins. Emily's friends are there. The drinks start flowing. They're loving the tiny hands. Brennan's friends show up. The wigs go on. Here's what I found super comical. When Emily's friends showed up, they they came serving sex. Like the way serving they serving sex. Oh, they were serving sex. The way they were dressed, their makeup, they looked good. They were ready to be on camera. And then it was one like, of them, I would say. The tall one. Yeah. She showed up without pants. Yeah. And then it was like, put on these dumb wigs. And it's probably like, <laughs> fuck, I want them to look good for TV. I spent two hours getting ready and now you're making me wear these stupid wigs. Yeah, I so think that, the tall one really came ready. The other one came, and I feel like she shouldn't have because she was a moron. Yeah, she kind of... Well, here's the, here's the difficult part. They're making a show. They need, they need to get drama. I don't know if Emily put the friends up to it or the producers put the friends up to it, 
But the friends didn't put themselves up to it because the friends don't know Brennan. The friends know nothing about him. And so for them to come with that energy, someone told them to ask those questions or told them what he did. And then they just went along with well, it. Well, they don't have to be so aggressive about it. I think they probably said, hey, Emily, who are your most wild and aggressive friends? Invite those. Mm. But again, they they met Brennan. They knew him for 30 minutes when they go outside to talk. I'm sure she told them what's going on. And uh, I think she told them in uh, Emily fashion saying, oh, he's being a little standoffish and he told me he's not attracted to me. But I'm positive, right? And I can see the friends being like, oh, fuck no. Ah, uh, this is our friend. Let's l- let's get him. He didn't even put the pigs in a blanket on a plate. Oh, uh, what a what a horrible person. Uh, but it's like you're I guess you have to be looking for that. If you're at an, a party for 30 minutes and you notice that, you're looking for it. Well, I think when you and I started dating and I and you met some of my friends, right? I'm sure you were being watched a little, but you didn't do anything crazy. Also, we you met some of my friends at a party that I wasn't hosting, so who cares? I, I really, truly believe if we had a party and I was sitting on the couch drinking, talking to people, and you were in the kitchen prepping the charcuterie. Which is what I would definitely do. Which is what the scenario would be. No one would take me outside and be like, why aren't you helping with the salami? No, but we were married. We've been together for a while. When I met some of your friends, and not the times I met them really drunk, the times that we all were kind of sober, I felt, ju- not maybe judged is not the right word, I felt observed. Under the I microscope. F- yes, I felt like whatever I do or say, like people are aware because, let's be honest, I'm a foreigner. You just broke up with someone after years. Do they think, oh, Teresa has a band-aid or is she looking for a green card? Like, what's happening here? John doesn't understand accent. Why is he with a foreigner? Mm-hmm. He moved to New York City. He's being wild. What's going on? I already felt like your friends didn't take me seriously until we been together for a while. I and don't I, think- I, I, I love all your friends now, but I think there was a level of judgment from most of them. Not all of them, most of them. I don't think there was judgment at all. Judgment's I, not the right word. Exactly. What's, what's the word? <laughs> they looked at you as they would have looked at anyone. No one no. is. If no. I was, if I was American, they Absolutely wouldn't. Not. Absolutely not. Really? My best friend, I was his best man. He was my best man, dated a foreigner for many years. It's not like you're the first foreigner to enter the friend group. When I said most of your friends, I, he was the one that was the exception. But you're not hearing my point. My point is my friend group was exposed to international relationships. You're not the first foreigner that they met that was dating one of their friends. So I don't, it wasn't a huge shock to them. No, they not were look- shock, but I think there is a level of, all right, so what is this? Is this a, is this a couple night stand? Okay, like, is but, this real? No. But it had nothing to do with you being a foreigner. It had everything to do with you being the new girlfriend. Anyone who I brought into the friend circle, they would question in the beginning, oh, I wonder if this is serious. Is this just a fling? Is this ser-? It had nothing to do with you being a foreigner. Uh, I- it had to do with you being new. You felt that you're self-conscious about that, and that's why you thought that. But it had their question had nothing to do with your what country you're from. A little bit. I don't think so. I they think, never yes. mentioned it once to me. They never made yeah, any they comments. Wouldn't. They never made any comments about it. Nothing. 
we're married now and we don't see them that often. So I feel like they saw me twice when we were dating. And then it's like, whoa, we're, getting, we're engaged. Okay. Well, we can disagree on this too. Here's my question going back to Brennan and Emily. When Brennan's talking to her friends and they're like, why didn't you help her move her shit? He goes, if this was real life, I would 100%. Uh, help me explain understand that does it mean production was helping her they were they had to film certain scenes and so the moving was different because like that excuse on the surface makes it seem like well if this was a real marriage i would i think he isn't fully aware of what's going on and maybe the cameras are a big thing maybe the fact that they're not cuddly and on the same page necessarily it's a big thing, but I don't think he sees this as, oh, this is a real marriage. I think he sees this as, oh, I'm filming a show. Let me try my best. And I don't think it's sinking with him that he is actually married. But he didn't say if this was a real marriage. He said if this was real life. And so that's where I go, I feel like maybe it has to do more with production. Oh, we need this shot. We need that shot. Or let's create drama. Let's have her move all of her stuff. Because if he said, oh, if this is a real marriage, I would be like, that's the worst thing you can say. This is a real marriage. Everyone knows this is a real marriage. But it's not. It isn't a real life. I mean, it is your real life. This is your real life. It just happens to be on TV. But it's not real life. I'm sure they're like, cut. Hold on. Come here. We got to redo that. Film this. No matter what he said, it sounded bad. Sounded terrible. Sounded terrible. And he still could have helped her. They want. I don't. I hope that the maths producers don't interfere as much as we may think. And if he was helping her, well, that would be a beautiful moment. Hey, my husband's helping me. He is into this, right? He True. didn't. And so I don't think they would stop him from helping her. They would never stop. No, of course not. They, they let you choose what you're yeah. going to do. But if they had to, hey, we need to film this again. And he was like, I, I've already done this. Like, film it again, Emily. I already brought your stuff up. I'm not going to go down there and log shit up again. Well, Maybe. They would never go all the way down because we just saw her walking into the apartment. We didn't see her unloading her car. Yeah. So if anything, he would have to go outside. So that's an excuse. I think he literally didn't even think about it because I don't think he at the moment sees her as his partner. I think he sees her as someone, all right, I'm doing this show with, um, let's see. Yeah. Because if you don't care about someone, you don't care about what they do or how they feel. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting. Colin, with your thoughts for this, because it, it's, uh, it was such a sharp comment that he made that came across very poorly, but I can't imagine he would, he would say it knowing how it sounds if, if it really meant like, eh, I'm not taking this relationship seriously. I'm not taking this marriage seriously. I really don't think he would say that. The cameras were right there. Well... Maybe, but the friends, they have so many questions. And the fact that they're all still wearing wigs and having these serious I was thinking about it. It's You know my favorite thing is when people in costume get into arguments. This is just as good. <laughs> this is just as good. But there are people in costume. They're, they're in wigs. Well. <laughs> and they're going at each other, and it's just pure comedy for me. Yeah. I Honestly, I have a handful 
small handful, tiny handful of good friends, right? None of them would ever go as hard on you if you did something. Because that's my point. That's, but we've seen friends like this on maps and they seem to be a girl, a girl group, right? None of them seem to be married. Maybe they're dating, right? It's all different when you have married friends and friends who have other things going on besides your group of friends. Mm-hmm. These girls are just so like, ah, like, oh yeah. Um, we're upset because you're not giving her what she deserves and you didn't help her with taking things out of the oven. Oh wait, you did. Okay, you didn't help her putting it on a platter. Like, who are you? I, we don't know who you are. Like, literally like raising his, raising their voices. That's why I don't really buy it. That's why I think Oh, was- I do buy it. Did you see them? Especially the aggressive one with the pink hair. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. <laughs> I would be afraid of her. The other one was kind of like there saying what the other girl was saying in a, l- a, a little nicer way. But that, that this chick was so aggressive. And oh, yeah. I think that's her personality. I can see her being that friend who probably is, she keeps dating and dating, cannot find anyone because no one can stand her. Yeah. And then she gets into other people's relationship to stir the pot. Yeah. Well, Nothing gets resolved. The party comes to an end. And I love still how when Brennan and Emily were talking after everyone left, he's still wearing the wig. Sure, her wig is off. He's still wearing it. And Why not? Well, you're trying to have a serious conversation. It's like me with my bucket hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which got Should mixed. I put it on? Mm-mm. <laughs> I completely forgot about the bucket hat. So yeah. thanks for the reminder. I will put it on after podcasting. Wonderful. Just for you. All right. I think we need to take a break now. All right. Let's, let's, let's take a break. I was going to add one more thing that I'm glad that Brennan told Emily what happened. And I'm glad that she said, oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry my friends came so hard on you, but I'm glad you stood up for yourself. I think that was good because he liked it. And of course he should have stood up for himself. He, they're getting to know each other. This is so early on still. Yeah. He's, he's still in it. He's still, he's still putting in the work and keeping an open mind. And it was probably too aggressive to come at him because he's not out. He's not Orion. He's not insulting Emily on camera. He's, he's for all intents and purposes, still going through the process the right way. And I, if I were the friends, I wouldn't have rocked the boat or tried to rock the boat as much as they did. It's almost feel like the friends read some manual on how to attack someone because they kept saying the same thing without well, that's, really. That's why I'm saying. I, they were like, oh, you just feel super resistant. And Brandon was like, resistant about what? They're like, uh, uh, everything. But that's why I don't feel like it was that authentic. Because again, they don't know him. They don't have any firsthand knowledge of anything he's done wrong. It's either come from production or Emily. You know how wide was authentic? Because no one would want to voluntarily be an asshole on TV. They want the FaceTime. You see how they showed up with a fresh face on trying to... Yeah, but now they're being labeled as the fucking assholes of the season. Forget Orion. At this point, who no, cares? No, they're being labeled as standing up for their friend. No, they're being labeled as assholes. Uh, I don't you think so. You can stand up for your friends and be nice about it. 
Like this was aggressive. Like they yelled at him. It if was. one any of your friends yelled at me, I would shut them down so hard, and it would be the last time I would ever talk to them. But it was in the name of having their friends back. So. No, it's bullshit. We're we're adults. If they were fourteen. All right, y'all are the boyfriend. We're not 14. They're not 14. They're 30. Come on. All right. We need to take a break. Oh, we definitely we do. We need to calm down. There is. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Let's go. You didn't say you didn't want to say hello. Hello, Teresa. Let's go to be bro- nice, or I'm gonna put a bucket head on. Let's go to Broken Carbon. Let's get a let's get a nice little plug for Cameron's business. Oh, and he he just he keeps on plugging. Keeps on with the shirts, <laughs> the, the storefront or the garage front, whatever this thing was. I think it's like a little garage for his yeah, bikes. Yeah, it's a little garage for his shop, the Broken Carbon. I looked it up. Five stars. On Google. Good. 60 reviews. That's five not stars. bad. That's pretty. Well, apparently he's a carbon fiber bike expert. Yeah. Only like two of them in the United States. I think four. Or. Um, Claire was like, okay, so you're good, but are you passionate? It's like, what kind of, who would ask that about bikes? If you worked at a car wash, I could understand that question. Like, all right, well, you're really good at detailing cars, but are you passionate about it? Like, I'm sure there are people who are passionate about that. Of course there are, but I can understand the question. We know he's passionate about bikes. Like, why are you questioning this? He, she is so not okay with his profession. Oh, I think she is. She loves it. She brought him snacky snacks. She may be passionate about snacky snacks, as we all are, mm. but I still don't think, I think she's warming up to it. She liked how into it he is. She found that attractive. Well, I think she also finds attractive that he's not just a guy who's like, ah, I don't want to go to college. Let me work on bikes. Like he has apparently two degrees, both specializing in carbon fiber, hence the broken carbon, hence all the bikes. Right. Uh So besides him being smart and very well educated, he's also passionate. And I know that passion is very important to me, too. It's yeah, I think it's the most important thing. Yeah. You could make very little money, and as long as you're happy and love what you do and passionate about it, I think you'll have a good life. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I'm glad he's passionate about it. I just don't think there was any question, and it almost just felt like a little bit of a dig. Like, so you're good, but are you passionate? It's like, yeah, of course he is. But, so he has a little project for them. They're going to fix a bike, and Claire finds it attractive. And yeah. watching him fixing the bikes, she's like, oh, look at all this carbon. Uh-huh. Carbon. You got it. You say it in English. Carbon. Carbon. Nope. Carbon. Yep. Carbon. Sure. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, Natalie, but yes. So, all right. Tiny hands, I don't understand, but it's not the only thing I don't understand. Anything, Anything about but a, a cup. cup party. Jinx. I would... Uh, you can speak now. <laughs> I Just don't would say carbon. Carbon. I would carbon. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like you're not. I would. I would go to a party. It's anything but a cup, and I feel like I would probably drink out of um, I don't know, like a lamp. Uh, that's terrible. Um, I would drink or out a of, light bulb. 
Oh, God. I would drink out of a watering can, but... A light bulb? I saw some I fancy like bottling cocktails. You just remove the thing with electricity. You just have the, the blank. Yeah. That can't be healthy. Here's, you wash it. Come on. You know I'm a fan of a theme party. Yes. But I'm not a fan of overly trying to be different and unique. And like, to me, this just seems like you're really trying. Anything but a cup party? Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, like, it's it's. I don't think I would host a party like this, but if someone invited no, me, I would go. It's annoying is what it is. You can you can drink from anything, but what you're supposed to drink, what, what makes life easy and convenient and comfortable. You can't do that. But if you want to drink from a coffee pot, have at it. No, thank you. I guess. Who I comes wish up you, with this shit? you know what I would do? A fun cup party. I would do a party cup. Fun, fun cups. Yeah, party cup. Sure. A fun cup. I don't understand the difference. Like a like a cup that looks like it's a lot of fun. I think it they has think some this stuff is, in it. I think they think this is fun. Yep. Well, no. I think it stinks. Yeah. It's yeah. also fun for like two minutes. It's fun. The fun is seeing what people decide to bring. True. But three hours into the party when you're still drinking from a pot. I don't think that's very fun. It's just annoying. It's a nuisance. I almost feel like it needs to be an opening. Like do it for fifth, do it for one or two drinks, and then just like let's let's whip out those classic red cups. Or if you had cocktails that were specific to whatever the receptacle the the cup was, then like if if you were drinking espresso martinis out of the espresso cup or coffee pot mm. now i'm sort of interested but if, okay. you're, if you're drinking a strawberry margarita out of your coffee pot i'm out yeah i can see that i'm out if you're drinking a hibiscus or some floral cocktail out of a vase well now you have my attention but if you're just drinking a corona out of a flower vase I'm leaving the party. That's a good point. Also, an FYI, I would totally drink from um from like a plant planter <laughs> because another cactus of ours died. Oh boy! See, so I, I go I away for a couple recently. weeks. And oh yeah, that thing on our kitchen island. I just removed that part. Hmm. Everything keeps dying. I don't get it. You're telling me my cactus is on its deathbed, and you're telling us while all our friends are here. Exactly. Tell us in private? I tossed the cactus. He's not tossing his dad, but he didn't tell him shit. And I feel like even if your dad is on your dad bed, saying, "Hey, dad, I got married." I think that's that's a happy thing. Uh, I feel like every don't tell him about the married first sight. Say, "I got married." Well, I think every parent wants you to. Have someone in life that you will grow old with. And once your parents are gone, that you will have someone in your life. Here's what it says to me. You're not taking it very seriously. Because if you did get engaged in quote unquote, to use Brennan's terminology in real life or in the real world, no matter what condition your parents were in, I think you would tell them. But because it's mass, because it's a TV show, because you're not taking it that seriously, I think that's why you chose not to tell them. Well, I think you don't know the relationship he has with his dad. 
right? And if no. it's a broken one and the dad is dying, I can see how that's something he you just wouldn't even bother to share. But if it was an engagement or a marriage in other circumstances, yes, I think you would. would. So yeah. that's my point is that I think you're not taking it as seriously because it's maths, which isn't good. You should be taking this seriously. It's a real marriage. Yes, correct. But if, okay, let me flip it. If your dad is dying, right? And you're getting married for a start. So there is a 50% chance. Well, lately, like 80% chance that they will divorce. Yeah. In two months. Why would you bother your dad with that? Because you're getting married. I think if they say yes on D-Day, I feel like he would have told him. Okay. I don't see them saying yes, so maybe it's for the best. Okay. That's interesting. Well, all right. So we've skipped to the part where the friends are there. We kind of skipped over the part where there was a little food debacle. It wasn't that interesting. Cameron, again, to the not serious part, not taking it serious, not that invested. He's not holding up his end of the bargain. He was supposed to get food for the party. He didn't get food for the party. Claire was pissed. Yeah, but poor planning. Why would you get hot food four hours prior Literally, they should have ordered it and pick it up 30 minutes before. When he did, because she got mad, then she's like, oh, you're going to pick it up now. It's going to get cold. Yeah. Very poor planning. It was poor planning. Poor planning. On both of their parts. Correct. So everyone's there. Cameron goes and sits with the guys. Claire goes with her girlfriend because Cameron's f- friends don't come. I was just going to say that. That's kind of like you don't even have one friend who would show up yeah. for this. Unless his friends know that it's going nowhere and they decided, well... Well, he didn't have friends at the wedding. He did. I thought his friends weren't at the wedding. He did have that family... He had some family friends, but he didn't... Yeah, well, why didn't they come to the housewarming? I think he had some friends. I don't think he had friends. I think he had friends. Therese, I don't think he had friends. I think he had friends. All right. Well, we're going to lose our friends if we keep that debate up. (laughs) Um, So Cameron's with the guys. Claire's with her girlfriend. And Cameron admits he kind of feels like he's sinking. Yes. Not not swimming. And the friends want to know more. What does that mean? Where is it coming from? I think only one of the guys is a therapist. Or are they all therapists? Claire said... Three. Three. But there are four of them. All right. So I think one of the guys is... And I can tell which one because he's leading the conversation. It was a free therapy session for Cameron, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I should be friends with a therapist. You have my dad. Oh, that's true. Oh. Okay. Well, he's a family. It's different. Yeah. Back to these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they're talking. Cameron says that Claire is like the smartest girl he's ever he's ever dated or been with. Mm-hmm. But they're not on the same page with many things. And one of them happens to be religion. Yeah. It's uh, it's a common. It's huge. It's, well, it's a common theme. This it's season. literally because of this, the relationship is going to die. Because I think the fact that he's an atheist like myself, who would never want to raise kids in a religious way like myself, and she's someone who's religious, who is a believer, and he who wants her kids to be raised believing in God and whatever she believes in. That's a huge issue. Therefore, they're not going to last. Even if they find themselves attractive eventually, 
they are gonna say, oh, look at us, the experts did a great job. They will not make it because this is such a big deal. And I know it because I'm speaking from someone who feels the same way. Well, it's interesting because we have two couples this season who are in the same predicament. One is atheist. One is, or I guess Becca was raised Jewish, but now she's agnostic. The other, Christian, and... Both couples are kind of navigating it differently because Cameron, he's not as accepting or open-minded. He's kind of made his decision that religion is bad, whereas Becca's just more, I'm okay with the spiritual side. I, I don't believe in God, but I'm, it's not a bad thing if you do. However, yes, and I think Cameron feels the same way, but bring kids into the mix that's a big deal. I would not want my kids or our kids to be raised in any religion. Mm -hmm. And if you did, we would have a problem. Sure. I would literally not be okay with that. Sure. And you, would, you wouldn't either, so that's why we're good. But no. if people are not on the same page, religion, politics, I feel like we can get around politics. But whenever it, we talk about religion and kids, it's just huge. It's too big. For them to overcome. Yeah, no, absolutely. Claire is talking to her friend and saying she's enjoying Cameron. He's smart. He's educated. But wonders, is there enough here for a lifelong marriage? Because, again, she brings up the kids and the religion thing too. And the fact that he's kind of not being vulnerable with her, not opening up. When it comes to his dad being on his deathbed, as he says, he was not being open and sharing that part of his life with her, even though she asked during the wedding and we flash back to her asking. Yeah. That's, that was crazy to me because he's like, well, they asked. It's like, well, she asked too. And you spun this story about how we're going to go to New Zealand and get married. Well, I think he meant it. Maybe dad wouldn't be there. But I yeah. think he still meant it the same way I wanted to do this in Czech. But thank you, COVID-19. But I think he meant it. But think about it. You meet someone. You just met someone. It's a happy moment. Why would you bring your dying dad yeah, into the mix? It's a great right? point. It's a great point. But he should have opened up about it later on when they're in private, not to drop it during a party. Yeah. I think well, he just felt overwhelmed with all the therapists. I actually, well, there's only one, well, I guess possibly two therapists at that point. But it's interesting because you bring up how Brennan maybe feels more guarded because there's people around, cameras around. I actually think some people may feel more comfortable sharing things when there's more people around because it's less, mm. it's less intimate. It's less personal it's not one-on-one. -on -one. There's an easier way to get out of the conversation if things get awkward. There's other people there to put your feelings and emotions on. So maybe Cameron wanted to share it and he felt more comfortable sharing it when it wasn't just the two of them. True. That's a good point. That's kind of how I felt the way he, he blurted it out. I was like, oh, he's more comfortable because it's not a one-on-one. -on -one. It's not as intimate because someone else is here. Well, and I think intimacy is another issue. Like he wants to be intimate. I think he wants them to get there. I think he finds her attractive, right? Yeah. But 
she has this guard up saying, oh, he's cute, he's smart, he's attractive, but she's not going there. And so I think at this point, they're friend zoning each other plus the religion. Yeah. No, I, I was hopeful for them. Not anymore. Yeah, um, I was not hopeful. Then I got a little hopeful. I'm, I'm on the fence right now. I, I still like Cameron. I like her too. I just think they're, they're a bad match. Okay, I gotta agree with that. All right, let's talk Becca and Austin. Yeah, Austin shaved, and now he has a mustache. Well, at first I thought it was full mustache, but then it was like, well, no, it's just more full than the rest of the it beard. It looks horrible. All right, you say you say that. Uh, I don't yeah, I'm just being judgmental. Not a good look on him. All right. Well, they go out for Becca's birthday. They meet up with some friends to celebrate. Everyone wants the dirt. The kids, the religion, they get the sex life. The sex life. They get right into it. And again, it's the whole religion conversation. Well, yes, but they're good with that. They said Becca said she's open to it, open to hear him out, and he doesn't seem like someone who would force her into anything, right? Yeah. Here's what surprised me. She says, yeah, there is no sexy time because I'm taking his lead. Mm -hmm. So it's not her surgery that's stopping them from banging. I think she's down to bang, DTB, but it's him. New acronym alert. (laughs) (laughs) But it's him who's being very slow about it. And I'm wondering why. Well, first of all. Maybe there's other things they can do intimacy-wise that's not full penetration that they're full not. Full penetration? Okay, Dr. Jo- Dr. John. <laughs> DJ. Um, <laughs> but that that could just be what they're referring to is, oh, we're not even doing over-the-pants stuff or second or third base. Who knows? Nothing's happening. At first, I was like, well, yeah, because he's religious. I thought maybe... Religious people, they they want to save themselves, but then I reminded myself, oh, they're married. Yeah. But maybe in his mind, they're really not married. Maybe in his mind, as we'll go back to Brennan, if this was real life, maybe in his mind, this is a sham marriage. And so he's saving himself for marriage. He never said he was, but maybe he is. I think he has a small penis. Yeah? He looks like someone with like a very small penis. And I think that's why he's trying to just... Wait until she falls in love with him before he whips it out and she'll barely see it. That's a hot take. I feel like (laughs) Becca is someone who would be accepting of all shapes and sizes. I think so, but I think he isn't sure about it. Why else would (laughs) you wait? Where's this coming from? Why else would you wait? If you have a girl that you seem to be attracted to, they, they make out all the time. He seems to really like her. Why would you? You're married. Why would you keep waiting? So you think if she says yes on D-Day, it's going to be dick day? Or a tiny dick day. TD day. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a hot take. I think you might ruffle some feathers with this take. You are a guy. Like you would want to bang your wife. I mean, you do want to bang your wife all the time. (laughs) because, (laughs) Because I think maybe, again, I'm not sold on this couple. I think it was a lot of her show how perfect and power coupley they are. I'm not sold on this couple. I think they might not make it. And I think maybe he's saving himself for marriage. And this is a sham marriage in his mind. And he knows he's going to say no on D-Day. So he doesn't want to bang because he's religious. No. No. He's so into her. She's into him too. What? I think they might have some. I think their religion might end up being a hurdle and coming back and kind of 
creating some issues, but so you're saying that he's a virgin. I'm saying he has Maybe. small penis. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. The thing I don't there. think he's a virgin. He strikes me as someone who believes in God, that, but does cocaine in the background. Okay. All right. So I think he definitely banged. All right. Call in, please. Yeah. Call in. Call um, in. Let's talk about their party because they seem like someone, they seem like the couple who would be, have the best theme. Yes. They had the worst theme. Well, I'm always down for a nice charcuterie board. Let's not forget she doesn't drink, right? So? So you gotta get, a, you gotta get some good snacks. Uh, snacks, schmacks. What's your theme? I think adulting. Yeah, it's stunk. I would love to invite friends over, do some wine tasting and make a beautiful charcuterie board for everyone. Mm. If you asked me, <laughs> if you asked me last episode, oh, next episode is the housewarming parties. It's going to be a theme. Who do you think is going to have the best theme? I would have said, oh, Becca and Austin, king and queens of the theme party. I would say Emily and Brandon because Emily's the party queen. I would think her theme would just be like, Let's get drunk. Yeah, tequila tasting. Ooh. Right? <laughs> Tacos and tequila. I would have I said Don't Becca dismiss the charcuterie board. It looked good. It's not a theme. The theme is being adult. Whining and dining. All right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just went out for wine tasting and a charcuterie board with my friend. So mm -hmm. I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. But it is adulting. I felt very adult. Okay. I missed you because you weren't here. Mm -hmm. I wish you were there. But it was very, I was like, oh, how old am I? I'm so mature. Just like here eating fancy cheese, drinking fancy wine, living my best life because you weren't there. So that's as good as it gets. Look at you. One day you're wearing a bucket hat. The next day you're having <laughs> wine and cheese. Yeah. So, and, so versatile. And high heels and some makeup. I was like rocking it. Look at you. All right. So then Austin goes outside with Becca's friends and. Uh, Austin wants to know, how do I not be like the exes? And you see, that's why he's into her. This is not the only thing he said. He makes comments. He acts on it. He's definitely into her. Maybe he doesn't like sharing that mm -hmm. with other people, but he definitely is into her because you don't just let anyone into your zone. Okay. I, agree. I, I, I don't even like hugging people and I like them. I love hugging you and I let you into my zone because that's how I feel about you. Mm -hmm. If I didn't, I would not want to hug you. I would okay. probably to be polite. I don't think you can be polite all the time. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Becca is talking with friend Derek and she confirms Austin is fantastic at making out, which kind of supports my theory that he doesn't bang. He just makes out a lot and that's why he's probably so good at it. Yeah, I think he has a small penis. I don't understand where <laughs> this is coming from. Look, I, I feel like he has the look. I'm more I'm I think more he has off, the look of someone with a tiny penis. I'm more off put that you've been thinking about his penis than that oh, you're I potentially insulting a man who doesn't deserve to be insulted. Uh, okay. There is nothing wrong with a small penis, I guess. Sure. No, I don't know. Who does? But I don't have any. <laughs> but uh, what I'm, I'm saying, I wasn't thinking about his penis, but it's the first thing that popped in my mind when we were saying, oh, he doesn't want to have sex with her because, and then we're saying, oh, he makes out with her. It's not a religion because they're married. Yeah. What else can it be? That's the first thing that pops out. Something That he's wrong. not into her. 
No, he is. I don't know. I I still not uh, totally sold that they're that. If it was he's about her, I would probably make the argument saying her vagina isn't flexible enough. She's afraid of it. You're really, I'm telling you. You're really reaching. Um, <laughs> no, I've been saying for episodes that I think he puts on this show. He's with the guys. He's talking about, you know, I didn't want to say anything about our relationship because I don't want to brag. But it's like, nah. no, you're just not that into her. No, I think he is. I'm going religion, saving himself for a real marriage, or he's not that into her. You're going... Small penis. Small penis. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was really it. They... Finished the party. They cleaned up. They agreed it was fun. They should do it again. Yeah, they're e- cleaning up all the leftover pizza. I just looked at you like. I can go for some pizza. I know. Um, and then Lauren and he who shall not be named. Ugh. But there's nothing. What is there to even say? Voldemort. What is there? Who's that? You don't speak of his name. Oh. What did he do? <laughs> He's the bad guy in Harry Potter. Understood. Oh, keep up. Understood. Uh, uh, I don't think there's, is there anything to say? I'm looking at my No, notes. this is a Lauren looking fabulous and says she's she looks processing. Fantastic. She looks fantastic. And Orion, Orion being a biatch but and totally telling his friend that, oh uh, yeah, like I told my family about what, you know, like what happened and they're more disappointed that I uh, didn't get uh, what I deserve. Get off my screen. Exactly. Bro, you got... More than you deserved, and you fucked it up. Yeah, I do wonder how his family will feel once they see the episodes. Yeah. And really see how it all went down, because I'm sure he's spinning whatever story he wants oh, yeah. to spin. And then like, the whole, he totally is still trying to be the victim. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't even think of dating right now because I just, I was so in love with Lauren. And, and I broke my heart. <laughs> and I can't even think about being with someone else right now. It's like, Blah. dude, she was giving you every chance. You know the meme? Oh, like a little video gif of the cat that keeps puking when, whenever <laughs> she doesn't like something. Yeah. I keep sending it to you and yeah. you're always like, okay. Uh-huh. That's that's how I feel about Orion whenever he says something. That's accurate. Like, he stinks. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's the episode. Sorry for the delay. Hope yeah, was, guys. Sorry for the delay. We're back it. together. Yes, John's home. I'm home. I mean, I was home. (laughs) (laughs) Except for when you came to visit me and we ran into Darcy Silva. And she was not alone. And tune in to the 90-day episode. We'll decide how much we're going to share about that encounter. I had no makeup on because I was was experiencing eczema. Is that what it was? Yeah. I told you. I thought you said it was a dust allergy. No, I have eczema and some sort of allergies. You saw me. Yeah. So I couldn't put makeup on. Then I came up with a new new thing. I call it the Vaseline eyeshadows. When instead oh. of eyeshadows, I put Vaseline on my eyelids <laughs> to keep them to keep them hydrated and, and give it a little shine. I can't leave you alone for two weeks again. <laughs> Who knows what you're gonna do? All right. I told everyone about my Vaseline Vaseline eyeshadows. All right, guys. Thanks for You're welcome if you guys have eczema on your eyelids. Thanks for listening. If you guys <laughs> want to hear more, we're on Patreon and Supercast talking about the other way. And very soon we'll be talking about the single life. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Married Reality.supercast.com. We're also on Instagram. Call in. Share your thoughts over there. Message us. Check out the memes. We're having fun at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash the follow button. Guys, smash your like. It's this hot. Yes, I'm gonna go back to the wig party 
because it was hot. hot. Yeah, I don't think we discussed what our favorite theme party was. I would say the wig party. Oh, for sure. That's why I'm saying it's hot. Yeah. I love the charcuterie board because I love snacking. Not a theme. Not a theme. Vaseline eyes is more of a theme. A Vaseline, Vaseline party. Shadow. A Vaseline party is more of a theme party. Vaseline than- makeup. And if you haven't left a review, please <laughs> do. Or maybe don't. Um, <laughs> Please you, do. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the 90 Day, the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. That is it. Sorry for the delay. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.